like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Welcome to season two. We're the Horror Movie Crew. I'm Josh. Hey, y'all. Seth here. This is Kruby's request number 12. We're talking about the movie Wolf Cop. Cock. Cop. Oh, sorry. Cop. Why do you always mess up my intro? I, that's the first time I've ever done that. Well, now you know not to mm. fucking do it, okay? Could be called Wolf Cock. Dude, it could be called Wolf Cock. Really? This thing has a massive cock in it. It actually does. Speaking of <laughs> massive cocks, what a great segue. We actually have an official crewbie here with us today. We have Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street. Hello, good friends. How are you guys doing? Good. Well, I'm okay. I know you don't really want to hear about it, but... Not particularly. Not at all? Mm-mm. That's sad. That's sad. Um, just so everybody knows, they probably have already caught on. We're down a couple folks. Jess is not going to be with us today, and Mark isn't either. Pure coincidence. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Is it? I don't... What do you think, Brooke? I don't know. They did back out the same night, so... I don't know. I think they're doing some weird sexual Zoom call. Yeah, once Jess said she wasn't going to be here, suddenly Mark was like, oh... <laughs> I can't. You know what it was? It was after you sent them both that sex scene from this movie, that wolf sex scene. They were both like, oh, we we can't do it. So maybe they're reenacting that like on Zoom. <laughs> it could be. Like Mark is dressed up like a wolf and oh, they've Jesus. positioned the camera perfectly with Jess yeah. like backing up against the camera. <laughs> and she's got like fake wolf hand gloves that are like reaching around. <laughs> she made a little jail scene background for herself. <laughs> Or maybe they went to the uh, the glory barn and were just disappointed with the service. Oh shit! Well, I'm not there, so that could have been it. Which bet you know? Which you know makes me wonder who is running the glory barn while you're here. I hired some temps. We'll see how they work out. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Temp Tina, Tina the temp. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Well, Brooke, you are no stranger to the show, but why don't you do a plug for your podcast for maybe folks haven't heard you on here, even though you've been on here like every month since we started. Yeah. Um, I mean, usually Mark does this part, so I'm just going to kind of win it, but uh, I am one half of a podcast on Elm Street. I am Brooke, and the other half is Mark. We are just a couple of Canadian boys from uh, up north who like to talk horror movies. Um yeah, you can catch us on Podcast Elm Street on Instagram. You know, slide into our DMs. Maybe one day you could be our best friend like the HMC did back in the day. You know, they just slid into our DMs and here we are. Mm-hmm. And we keep sliding. I like the way that sounds, slid into our DMs. Mm-hmm. It sounds very sexual. It does. Who do you think came up with that phrase? I don't know. I don't Isn't know. it usually used like negatively? Like, oh, he's sliding into my DMs with a cock pick. 
I'm not up with this hip lingo. I don't know, Brooke. I don't know. It sounds like some maybe like Soldier Boy made up. I don't know. Oh, Soldier Ooh, Boy. This just keeps getting better. Brooke, you look like the kind of guy that would just slide into somebody's DM with a dick pic. <laughs> no, I am the complete opposite. That's more of a Mark thing. Oh, he's the dick pic guy. Yeah. I yeah. could see that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm Mark. Look at my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he'd play it off as an accident. Like, oops. I accidentally took a picture of my cock and then accidentally, <laughs> accidentally <laughs> sent it to you. Uh, dude, how do you how would you play that off? I don't know. Alright, so we're friends, so you you accidentally DM'd me a picture of your dick. So let's okay. have the conversation. What the fuck what is this? What? This dick. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what you do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what dick? <laughs> This little Somebody must have hacked my phone. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Like, oh, I meant to send you, send you a picture of my new haircut. <laughs> like, oh, no, I got hacked again. Gross, gross, gross. All right, Seth, for the most riveting section of our entire podcast, what have you been up to? <laughs> really not a whole lot. I mean, I'm ready for spring. It's getting warm. Mm. I'll do some outside things. Like what? Like yard work and the whatnots. Okay. <laughs> you gonna get a refi going? <laughs> That's I'm in the middle of that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going skiing this weekend. Last time for the year. That's true. You fucked up our whole recording schedule so you could go have fun. While I the told rest you of us, ahead of time. While the rest of us have to fucking work, Seth gets to go have fun. That's fine. Over the weekend, you mean? Mm, yeah. 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 I'm gonna be editing. I'm gonna be doing um, online stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna be running reports, printing spreadsheets. We do have errors in the records department, so Josh will need to remedy that. Mm. You watching anything? Anything fun? No, I watched Evil Dead for our recording with Michael. That comes out soon, right? For yeah, I don't know what that little guy's working. He needs to get that out. Yeah, it feels like we recorded that a decade ago. At this point, everything we talked about is going to be irrelevant. Yeah. That was like, what, a week ago? I don't know, but it, what the fuck, Michael? Yeah. If you're listening, hurry the fuck up. Anyway, uh, Brooke, have you ever seen The Evil Dead, the first one? Yes, I have, yeah. Oh. I've seen it a few times. You like? Oh, you've seen it a few times, so you, you enjoy yes. it? I do enjoy it. I know Mark hates it. Mm. Uh, I like it. It's not like my favorite out of the three movies, but definitely prefer the remake over any of them. Is the second one better than the first? In my opinion, no, it's way worse. Oh, thank God. Well, thank you watched it, right? God. Yeah, it's terrible. How could it be any worse than the first one? Just watch it. It's so, huh. Dude, like they went way it's, overboard with yeah. the claymation. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Brooke. It's so weird because like a lot of people prefer the second one over the first one, and I just don't know why, to be honest. Hmm. They had a higher budget, but I mean, they just went nuts uh, with the bad effects. Like they there's pretty much one... just remade the first one. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same story, basically, just redid it a bit. We think by '87 they'd have better like animation or something. Dude, it's awkward. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, there's a corpse dancing around in the woods. Oh god! It looks very um, Nightmare Before Christmas. E. <laughs> you have to watch. <laughs> I it. might it's just bad. have to check it out just to see. It's it's B A D bad, 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 mm. bad. Brooke, what have you been up to, man? You watch anything fun? Uh, yeah, I've been watching quite a bit of stuff. Um, I just wrote down one thing, just gonna kind of keep it short, but uh, re- watched a movie recently called Blood Quantum. Um, it is a 
kind of a spin on a zombie movie, pretty much like an Indian reserve up in Canada gets like infected by zombies. And uh, I was really impressed by it. It's uh, it's really different, like zombie film. Uh, the gore was good. The story was good. So, hmm. yeah. Are you a big gore guy? Because for some reason, I thought you were not real big into gore. You know what's funny? Like, at the, before we did the podcast, I was not a gore guy. But now that we've been watching so many horror movies, I'm kind of trying to see how far the gore can take my, uh, you know, how, how much I can take the gore. You should take that mentality into this, Seth. I watched the new Evil Dead. I said that was probably my limit. Okay, so Brooke, the new Evil Dead, which you said is your favorite of all of the Evil Deads, um, where yeah. would you put that at your gore level? Mm, probably like an eight. Okay. Because well, yeah, for Jess and I, it was like at our limit. Hmm. Now, like, there's like one or two kills where it's like, oh shit, like, yeah, I don't want to see that ever again. But, you know, I will watch it again. Was it the uh, tree rape that got you, Seth? Actually, no. It was like the electric knife arm. Oh, yeah. And then when she pulls, the, she pulls it out from under the Jeep, it like stretches oh, out. Oh, it rips. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that rough. was bad. The one that gets me is the exacto uh, knife for the box cutter in her tongue. Oh, fuck. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm. Yeah, she's like... Bleh, 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 bleh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that turned me on a little bit. Did it? Yeah. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Wow. I've been watching on Netflix. Are you ready for this? Dude, I found this. This is a gem. Okay. Are you ready? Are you sure? <laughs> okay. All right. There's nothing to watch the other night because you know me. I don't like long shit. And I had a few minutes to watch TV. I'm flipping through Netflix. All of a sudden, I see one of my favorite comedians, Kevin James. Okay. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I click it. It's a new Netflix series called The Crew, and it's Kevin James' show. Oh, I saw that on there. Is that any good? It's fucking hilarious, dude. Hmm. We meant to watch one episode of it and watch like the first half of it. It was that good. Stop huh. watching this. Movie or series? It's a series. They're about 28 minutes long each episode. That's not terrible. But if is you it like, a, it's like a sitcom. Yeah, it's very, very yeah. sitcommy. Yes, it looks like okay. it should be like on ABC or Fox or something, but it's on Netflix. Right. Like a live studio audience type of sitcom or like just funny? It looks like it should be filmed in front of a live studio audience, but I don't think that it is. They, they don't, don't have, do that anymore, do they? They don't have like the... the laugh track. The last thing I can remember that had a laugh track was The Ranch. I That's guess it literally did what I was just thinking too, yeah. The Ranch. Which we loved, The Ranch. Dude, every time a new ranch season would come out, Abby and I knew we were fucked because we would stay up and it didn't matter if it was 2 or 3 in the morning on a Tuesday. We would fucking stay up and watch that. Yeah, I'm sad it ended. <sighs> it makes me want to cry. One more thing. And I was hoping Mark was on here for this because I wanted to really rip his ass. I, Abby and I watched The Invitation the other night, okay? Because it was Saturday. Which day were we really hung over? Sunday. Sunday. I was like, I don't want to do a fucking thing. I just want to lay around and watch movies, which we never do. So she was like, okay. She was like, I heard this movie on Netflix was really good. It's supposed to be really weird. So I'm like, okay, what is it? So she gets her phone out, looks it up. It's The Invitation. I'm like, oh, my buddy Mark speaks pretty highly of that or so i thought he did i don't think he does but i thought he did at the time so anyway we watched this movie have you seen it no have uh -huh. you seen it brooke yeah i wouldn't say it's a bad movie just like not for me um i would agree wholeheartedly with that it's got a guy that looks just like tom hardy in it what's like the premise of it this guy him and his wife which you don't find out till later in the movie they had a baby uh, a son older son he died and they got divorced, split up, and after, two, I think, two years, 
Uh, he and his girlfriend get this random invitation in the mail to come to their house, which happens to be his old house that he lived in with his wife and kid. Is for... it like a dinner party thing? Yes. Okay, I've seen, like, watch the trailer, but I never watched it. Dude, it had such potential. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. 40 yeah. minutes into this, it finally, Abby was like, how much fucking movie is left? And, like, hit pause. It's like, an, like, I think it's a two-hour movie, so wow. over an hour, and she's like, is anything going to happen? Yeah, yeah. It was too predictable. Mm, I agree with that. But then there were certain points where I was like, fuck, maybe he... So what they try to do is they try to make you think that the guy, Tom Hardy, lookalike, is going crazy. But then like these other people are there that are kind of normal. And then his ex-wife and her boyfriend seem like they might be the crazy ones. But it keeps like flipping around. So you never really know till the... Are they just at dinner the whole time? No, dude, it's really no. fucking weird. If you don't have anything better to do, you should watch it just so you, you can say yeah. you've seen it. But mm-hmm. like, Brooke says no. When it was over and this never happens, Abby was like fucking thumbs down that movie. Wow. Yeah. Then I won't be watching it. It's worth watching just so we could debate the, it. The ending was cool. I like the ending of it, like the very, very ending. Yeah. But yeah. I wish that we could go through and take out certain scenes and make it like an hour and 20 minutes. I feel like it would have been perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the invitation. Anyway, that went on way longer than I thought it was going to be. I was hoping. So maybe you liked it better than you thought you did. <laughs> I want the thing is, I really wanted to like it. It was one of those movies I wanted to like because I thought it had a lot of potential. Yeah, like, I I feel like it had a really good storyline. It's just it just was so long and drawn out. It, it tried to be way too artsy. Is, oh. what, is what it did. Yeah. I think. Was it horror or psychological? Um, it was psychological up until the end where it kind of turned into a ready or not style horror. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it had the dude from the Drew Carey show. What's Drew Carey's brother's name in that? You know that actor? Yeah, but I don't know what his name is. He's in Every time he's in something, I never trust the dude. I'm always like, this guy's not a good dude. I don't yeah. know why. He's got that kind of face. Mm. Like yours, kind of. I miss the Drew Carey show. Cleveland rocks. All right. Um, let's do a quick plug for our patrons. We probably should have done this sooner, but mm-hmm. anyway, so the uh, Patreon is live. We are going to start dropping a bunch of crap on there. We're going to have videos. We're going to, uh, I'm getting ready to upload all of our special guest spots we've done on other podcasts. Ooh. We're going to record an intro for those, kind of talking about the experience of being on there, what we talked about, etc., just to kind of add a little HMC flair to it, and we'll drop all those for on, for Patreon only, folks. Um, you're going to get early access to all the episodes. Brooke, you've been taking advantage of that, I believe. Yes, sir. Isn't it great? It is great, man. It really is. Gets it on a Monday instead of a Thursday. That's pretty cool. We are cool people, Seth. Mm-hmm. Anyway, right now we've got the Elm Street Boys. So Mark and Brooke, they are both um, official crewbies on the Patreon. And then we've got uh, Michael from We Love Horror and my other podcast, another horror podcast. He is a crewbie VIP. And then my wonderful, beautiful mother. Oh, is she on there? She is a crewbie VIP. Says, why isn't your mom a crewbie VIP? I don't, she doesn't listen to it. So What? Yeah. Why? Wow. She's not a horror movie person, really. Is she a Seth person? Yeah. But Clearly. me trying to show her how to listen to a podcast? It's very... Does she have an iPhone? Yeah. I'm disappointed with you. I'll have to try it. Anyway, sign up for our Patreon. It's very simple to get to. Go to our Instagram account. Click the link tree. And it's right at the top. Support your favorite podcast. Support these guys. All right. Let's jump into Truth No Dare. <laughs> 
Go figure. A perk of being a patron is that you get to submit truth, no dare questions, which Mark and Brooke did for this episode. Bum, bum, yes, bum. we did. I appreciate that. You saved me a lot of homework. Um, so as always, we're going to start with me because why wouldn't you? I'll read the first question, answer it. We'll go around the table. So Seth will answer second, then Brooke, and then Seth, you'll read the second question. Are you ready? Yes. Are you sure? What? Oh, this is from Mark, by the way. What scene from a kid's movie really fucked you up? Hmm. Hmm. Has to be from the movie Soul, since it's your new favorite. God, I hate that movie. I'm trying to think of when I was a kid and what really <laughs> messed with me. I know that Heffalumps and Woozles scene in Pooh. Oh, yeah, that was kind of a trippy scene. Heffalumps and Woozles. Mm-hmm. The but, dream. And then I was thinking, isn't there kind of a creepy scene in um, James and the Giant Peach? Mm, I don't remember oh, yeah, that The whole movie. movie is scary. Like, I feel like the beginning, isn't there like a spider or something at the beginning? Yes. Yeah, there is. I'm pretty sure something from that probably messed with me, but I'm going to go and with Pooh. Yeah. There's like a rhino at the very end in the clouds or something like that. Yeah. It's just too much. It scares me. Clouds in general. Clouds scare you. Hmm. For me, it's probably, have you ever seen NeverEnding Story? No. Yes. Have you where Artax the horse drowns in the mud? Oh. I was, yeah. Did you cry? I did. And I always remember that scene. It was so sad. Talk us through it. No. It'll, okay. make, it'll make me emotional. Hmm. Was it because you just really, really wanted to get in there and save that horse? Yes. And you couldn't Mm-mm. because you're a failure. And it was such a long death. It wasn't, it was like him sinking into the like quicksand mud. It took forever. Brooke, have you seen this? Uh, not since like I was a kid. The one like horse death that kind of messed me up. Like not as a kid, but uh, that Viggo Mortensen movie like Hidalgo or whatever it's called. You guys I, ever seen that? I don't think I've ever seen I've it. Never seen it. Oh, okay. Well, his horse dies in it. Spoiler alert. Well, I'm not watching it now. No. <laughs> what about you? What movie? Kids movie really fucked you up, Brooke. All right. Did you guys ever watch the Brave Little Toaster? Oh, I love the Brave Little Toaster. <laughs> There was one scene in that when the toaster had a dream and in the dream, this kid is making toast in the toaster. It starts smoking. The smoke like takes the kid away. Then this like crazy ass scary clown like comes up in like a firefighter's outfit and starts like spraying the fire and shit. What the I forgot fuck? about that scene. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. That sounds spooky, dude. I'm a little worried. I got a second one I just thought of. Look who's talking with the toilet. It's not really a kid's movie. It's kind of a kid's movie, isn't it? There's a little kid in it. He's like, get your pee-pee. You know? Where he's like, come. That really yeah. fucked you up as a kid. Let me smash your dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> you want a toilet eating your cock? No, but I don't think that's what it says. Yeah, right. I bet you watched that and you kid walked in there like, mm, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Toilet Seat. Slam the lid on my, <laughs> on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. All right, read the second one. What's the most white trash thing you've ever done? Oh boy. Hmm. See, I feel like we can't. We don't know because some of the stuff we do, we probably don't think is white trashy. Because we are white trash. Somewhat. So it's normal for us. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. I guess something I still do this with my parents is we put lawn chairs in the back of a pickup and drive out in the field and sit back there and drink in the back <laughs> of the truck and look at the stars. <laughs> is that white trashy? S- probably to most people. 
Do you sit in the chairs as like you're driving to the field? Yeah, my mom and I do. <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> Mind you, we're already drunk, so. Huh. Dude, Abby's favorite memory is when you guys were at the Luke Bryan thing. Oh my god. And your dad and you and Abby got in the truck and you laid in the back and yeah. your dad was hitting all those fucking we're ruts driving in through the a field. fucking cornfield. And she said she'd look through the back window and you'd just be like flying <laughs> up and down. You look like a Zach Galifianakis. I was so drunk I didn't like hardly remember what was going on. Uh, <laughs> it was fun though, but yeah. All right, Brooke, what about you? White trash thing. Most white trash they've ever done. I've ever done is uh, back in high school. Me and my friends used to go mailboxing quite a bit, and I remember one time we went mailboxing. I had this big, huge, like Buick LeSabre car, and we kept all the mailboxes we knocked off in my car, so it was like filled. And then we went back to my buddy's place and just had a big bonfire with all the mailboxes we destroyed. <laughs> I never did do that. It's extremely illegal here. Yeah, boxing. It, it is very illegal, but I mean, that was like 15 years ago, so, you know. We're going to turn his ass in. Did a lot of toilet papering, but we didn't do a mailboxing. Oh, my God. We did so much toilet papering as no. kids. Do kids even do that now? The kids are lazy now. They're not going to go buy the toilet paper, go out and throw it in trees. Plus, with all the cameras, it'd be hard. Oh, that's true, too. I didn't yeah. think about that. Did we toilet paper the same house? like four or five weekends in a row and this girl came up to me at school and she was like would you please stop toilet papering my house my dad is getting pissed so naturally <laughs> we toilet paper her house again oh my god lo and behold her father is waiting for us in the garage right he's pissed so my buddy goes around the front of the house because he always does the front and i did the back so i'm like doing the trees in the back and he's doing the trees in the front and all of a sudden the garage door flies open he's like hey and i'm like oh fuck I'm like i gotta go <laughs> So my buddy runs around the house, right? And her fucking dad tries to punch him. Wow. And he like ducks under the punch, gets in the old, um, I had a white Pontiac. Um, Grand Am? No, Dodge Intrepid. Oh. White Dodge Intrepid. And we get out of there, dude. Huh? How about that? That's like some Dukes of Hazard shit, huh? See, for me, I was yeah, in like a neighborhood, uh, so it was a lot easier because we could just run like behind other houses and stuff. Mm. You know, it's funny that, like, nowadays we wouldn't go toilet papering, like, just because, like, it's what kids do, but because of how expensive toilet paper is. Oh, yeah, that's oh, true. That too. That's yeah. true. What I would do is find a house that got toilet papered and go take all the toilet paper, and then I'd rip them up and leave them in little sheet sheet things in the bathroom for you, Seth. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I know you were real pissed off yeah. you had to use toilet paper today. Well, there's no bidet in this house, so. I'm, I'm not going to buy one just on fucking, <laughs> because you want me to. Seth, I bought a bidet about a month ago, and it was the best investment I've ever made. Right? It's like so yes. hard to convince people until they have one, and they're like, oh, now I know what you mean. Hmm. Okay. Wait, Brooke, you do have a bidet? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Does it do? For about a month. Does it work real well? Oh, man, it is. Especially in like those days when you take like a shit and you immediately feel like you have to take a shower after. Mm. Not with yeah. a bidet. Well, turn around exactly. and show us what you're working with. <laughs> 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 That's the after hours version of the podcast. All right, yeah. the, the most hillbilly thing I've ever done. I don't know that, that I've ever done, but I feel like it's a, a, a white trash thing that I consistently do is I start all my bonfires with Miller Lite boxes because I have so many Miller Lite cardboard mm -hmm. boxes. So if you go to my fires, it's going to be like the TP wood tripod wood thing. Yeah. What's that called? I don't know. And in interwoven, interwoven, interweaven. 
Interwoven. Interwoven in between all the wood are Miller Lite boxes. See, I feel like white trash people would use lighter fluid and wouldn't do that. I'm not done yet. And then you soak the Miller Lite boxes. Oh, now with we're white trashy. Gasoline. Okay. You mm-hmm. do your match, flick your match, and run for the hills. Yeah, that's trash. And then it lights, and it's perfect. It's good to go. Cool. That's it for me. Okay. All right, Brooke. Uh, wow. Your first question is your own question. Hey. All right. You're stuck in a sporting goods store with a couple zombies. What weapon do you use? Um, I went with something a little different. I went with like a skate sharpener. It's like a blade, like a machine that has like, I don't know, it's like blades on it kind of. Mm. And like a, like a stone that like moves or whatever. So it just sharpens the skates. So I can just like grind a zombie's face down. Yeah, it'd be like a knife sharpener. That's a fucking awful weapon of choice, Brooke. Here's why. Are you going to carry that thing over there to the zombie? And no, it, I'm going to carry the zombie over to the machine. Okay, oh. now you're carrying the zombie. What if it bites you That's in a lot this of whole work. process? This was not well thought out, buddy. Hey, if I can get one kill with this, then I'm happy. Now he's tying up zombies. This is really perverse, honestly. Yeah. It's a little... We're going to have to cut this part out. Yeah. It's weird. He wants to sleep with the zombies. He wants clearly. to fuck the zombie's face off. Oh, well, that, hey man, that could if work. If someone can fuck a wolf, then I can fuck a zombie. Man, if your dick's big enough, it should just go all the way through their head. <laughs> 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 He's got a zombie decapitating dick. Yeah. Huh. If I were stuck in a sporting goods store with a couple zombies, just a couple, what weapon would I use? Honestly, this might be a little cliche, but I think I'm probably just going to go baseball bat. Like, I just want to get the zombies dead away from me and done. I'm not going to tie them up, fuck them, carry them over to this skate sharpening machine, grab them by the back of the head like Seth does Michael, and cram his face down into the machine. That's, That's too much work a lot of work, for me. Yeah. So I'm going to go baseball bat, just get them out of there. Which type of baseball bat? Would you go metal or would you go, like, wood? Like, what kind of feeling do you want in your hands mm-hmm. as you're that's actually zombies. a great question and it's not so much for the feeling because if i was going just straight feeling i'd probably go with the wood one but i want to hear the ting of the metal of the aluminum i think those are aluminum aren't they yeah i want to hear that yeah. ting when i fucking crack him in the head and i hope you're in there with me because you're next great good i said lawn darts <laughs> what <laughs> i could stand from a distance uh. And, you, and use them like throwing stars. I can see you like over in a corner, like get away. <laughs> exactly. I would have to get fucking lawn so darts, dude. Yeah. So let's see like, your technique. I don't, know, I don't know about you guys down there, but mm-hmm. up here, like they don't, they change the lawn darts entirely. Like, they don't have. Yeah, they're like, like pointy anymore. Darts. They're yeah. just like weighted. <laughs> oh yeah, it looks like a uh, like a little thing at the end there. Yeah. And Which is total bullshit. Like I want an actual dart, man. Yeah, kind of like a shuttlecock. You had to go there, didn't you? (laughs) What? That's the badminton thing. Yeah, it's like a big shuttlecock. Yeah. That's what it is. (laughs) I want the lawn dart, dude. You're not going to be able to kill them with that. I want the pointy lawn darts. Mm. Yeah. The metal ones. Yeah. The mean. Vintage. It'd have to be vintage Vintage. I just envision you over in the corner like, get away, zombie. Stay away from me. (laughs) 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 While Mark's over there banging one against the (laughs) grinder. Brooke. Or Brooke, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I can pretend to be Mark if you really want, Seth. Nah. Dude, 
We would be ridiculous. You would be over here like, stop it, stop <laughs> it. I'd just be slugging away Babe Ruth, and then you got this fucker over here tying it up, dragging it by the feet. <laughs> They'd only have one. <laughs> just like, he, you're de- I just got to tell you, you're definitely going to get bit if you're going through all that exercise there. Probably, yeah. All right, here we go. The final question, truth, no dare. Would you rather every time you eat a meal or snack, a fly flies into your mouth, or every time you walk through a doorway, you walk into a spider web not knowing if there's an actual spider in it or not? Oh, man. Um, I guess does the spider vary every time, or is it a specific kind of spider every time? Uh... It can vary. Like, it's not going to be, like, a poisonous spider or something. You know, just, like, those little annoying annoying ones. It's like, I'd be fine with a daddy long leg. Those don't bother me. What if it was, like, a huntsman? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, every time. Oof. It'd be, like, a randomizer or gambling. Yeah, never know. Do I eat more or walk through doorways more? You know what? Um, I really don't like spiders. But I also don't want... I'd spit a fly out every time. I'm going to go with the fly. I got to go with the fly. I don't want to deal with spider every time. Well, the way I'm reading this, Brooke, is that it just says every time you eat a meal. So is that one fly per meal? Yes. Or is this like every time you open your mouth? No, no. So I was going to say like every time you take a bite because that's just ridiculous. So every time like you take a meal, your first bite, fly goes in your mouth. Okay. I'd pick the fly then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same as you. Get more protein. Exactly. Oh, you're actually going to eat the fly. Yeah. It's already in there. Might as well. Oh, no. It's my same motto for semen. It's already in there. Might as well. That's what you say. (laughs) Okay. All righty. Well, in that case, that was Truth No Dare. Hey, thanks for the questions. We really appreciate it. Again, Patreon perk. Yeah. Become a patron. Ask questions. We'll answer them. Uh, Brooke, I'm actually worried about you, though, if we ever got stuck in that sporting goods situation, just so you know. (laughs) All right, let's jump into the getting lit and talking shit scary movie discussion. Our movie this episode is Wolf Cop. Brooke, I think you actually picked this movie, didn't you? I did. Yes, I did. What made you pick Wolf Cop to make Seth and I sit through? Well, I'll kind of go into more detail from my first watch story, but... I also got the vibe from this movie that this movie takes place in Ohio just because of how like redneck it is. And I felt like it was a very HMC uh, movie. You know, we got the the drunk shooting, you know, all that stuff. So hmm. I don't know if I'm offended by that or not. Are you? I'm not sure. I don't know how to take that. Actually, I think it's a compliment. I think he meant it as a compliment. I think he meant it warm heartedly. Yeah. Um, Okay, so what what was your first watch story? Tell us about it. So first watch story, um, I first watched this last October. I didn't never really heard of this movie, and then I just randomly saw someone on Instagram talking about it, that it was a Canadian movie. So I threw it on, and it's kind of similar to Josh's first watch to Ready or Not. Like, just after watching it, I instantly fell in love with it. Like, I, I don't know why... Like, it's obviously not a great movie. It's not supposed to be, but I just love it for some reason. And I just couldn't wait to talk about it again. This was my first watch. I'd actually never even heard of this movie until um, I hadn't either. You guys picked it. Shockingly. Why shockingly? <laughs> I just have never What's heard of it. Mean? I think as long as there's a dick in the movie, Seth will watch it. I think that's what he's getting at. I didn't even know there was a dick in this movie. Oh. 
When it happened, did you pause it and lick the screen? No, I was just like, oh my God. Ooh, what did, you, did I just see? Did you rewind it? No. Would you suck that cock, wolf cock? No. No. What if he was a paying uh, patron of the glory barn? No, we have a hair limit. <laughs> but what if he changed mid-suck? Oh. Oh. Well, I guess I'd have to keep going. I feel like he would start in the small hole and it would get stuck once it... <laughs> Just rip like the whole wall out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know because it kind of like explodes. So I think that would kind of scare me. It scared me. I'll tell you that. All right. Uh, so our characters, I'm going to fuck all these names up. So uh, Leo Fafard. Is that how you say that? I guess. That's so Canadian. Isn't it? Yeah. He is yeah. Wolf Cop slash Lou Guru. We got Amy Maticio as Tina Walsh. Sarah Lind is Jessica Barrett. My favorite character. Uh, Corinne Conley as Mayor Bradley, Jesse Moss as as the gang leader, and then Jonathan Cherry as Willie Higgins. Director uh-huh. and writer Lowell Dean. There, there was not a lot that sh- they had done. Um, Wolf Cop, Wolf Cop Two, and is there, is there is there three of these movies? No, it was just the two, as far as I know. Okay, because it was like titled as Wolf Cop Two, and then like uh-huh. another Wolf Cop. So I was like, which one is it? I don't know. No box office. I didn't. I couldn't get any stats on the budget either. No. Um, do you guys know your French very well? No. I don't know any French no. except for the fry, which I'm very fond of. That's true. Uh, do you guys know what Lou Guru stands for? No. Mm-hmm. It means werewolf in French. Oh. I actually didn't know that. I was just testing you guys. See if you knew yeah, what it was. Right. Okay. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. Lugaroo. Werewolf. Well, that makes sense. I wonder why nobody knew that since this was a Canadian movie, Brooke. You think yeah. that the people in this would have known that? That's true. Okay. All right. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, in uh, Kruby's fashion, we ask, we give you the opportunity. If you don't want to, you don't have to. But would you like to read the synopsis of the movie? I sure will. All right. <clears throat> Ooh, clear the voice. An alcoholic cop blacks out and wakes up in unfamiliar surroundings and crime scenes seem oddly familiar when the full moon is out. Bum, bum, bum. Of course, he gets a nice short synopsis. I give synopsis based on the length I feel their penis is. Oh, That's well, why yours case. are always so girthy mm, okay. and long. And unfortunately, Brooke has, you know... Average. He's Canadian. That's true. That's true. They're not known for, you know... Is that a thing? I don't know. That seems very, very... um, I don't think it's really a thing. You can't say that in 2021, Seth. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping he was going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) i practiced on the way home from work did you yeah in my car like the whole way just like (laughs) did you get home early and warm up on the girlfriend no 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 i did not that's what i was gonna do not you know with well never mind (laughs) all right (laughs) scene one opening scene the movie opens with a man running through a field. Three hooded cloaked people with muskets 
um, are following him. We see some sort of sacrificial procedure going on. A werewolf is captured all within the first minute of the movie. Talk about a quick start, Seth. Cut to a ticking clock. A middle-aged man getting out of bed next to a half-naked broad as he chugs a beer. Officer Lou gets dressed in his uniform backs his car out, stops to take a brief puke in the driveway just before taking off to work. We find out it's time for the local drink and shoot. Animals are missing all over town, and there is an election for mayor coming up. There's no respect for police in this town whatsoever, and there are a group called the Piggies that are ransacking the town. Lou gets called to a gun store, and the owner, Willie, believes the kids are up to no good and are up to the animal disappearances, sacrificing them to Satan. Lou shrugs it all off to a bunch of kids partying in the woods, and he hits the bar on his way back to the station. All right, let's discuss here. So I got to be honest, after watching this first 10, 15 minutes of the movie, I felt really great about myself because I'm like, I do not have a drinking problem. God, not like this. <laughs> Jesus. No. Have you guys no. ever known anybody to have a problem? You don't have to say who they are, obviously, but have you ever known anybody like this? No. Uh-uh. I have, yes. Seriously? Like this bad? Not that bad. Like he would go to the bar after, you know, home from work and then come back home just like hammered. Mm. Like a lot. Sounds like us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just not the bar part. I know you want to get into this. Let's talk about his house. Yeah, it's gross. Talk us to it. <laughs> Just nasty. I thought it was like a hotel room at first. I thought that as well, but like then there was like the fish tanks. I was like, nobody goes to a hotel room with the fish tank. There was a beer bottle in the fish tank. Did you guys notice like the takeout, the carryout boxes everywhere? They were mm-hmm. open? Yeah. 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 It was nasty. Do you like that painting of the chick? Yeah. And then right out of the gate, <laughs> you see some titties. I was like, oh, great. You Wonderful. see her titty and then the painting. There's a lot of boobs right out of the gate. Yeah. Canadians love boobs. I mean, yeah. Lou like the is, whole opening, um, like credits, it just it was like instant '90s like feel, like that that music, and then just like the the credits just felt very '90s to me. Yeah, it did. It's the radio rock music they were they were really blasting. Uh, what's the movie? Um, I know you did last summer. Mm-hmm. Remember, it like shines out over the rocks. And it's like yeah, yeah. Some Creed ripoff band. <laughs> does it say do we know when this takes place or no i don't think it says do you have any idea brooke i was like all the cars either yeah i just kind of thought like like late 90s like mid 90s yeah because all the cars are like 80s cars so i just wasn't sure yeah you were all about the cars weren't you yeah but somebody has a cell phone and like a i think it was like a flip phone so maybe it's like mid 90s okay Mm -hmm. um he gets to the office and his desk drawer is just full of alcohol bottles um yeah, how is he not fired? I don't know. There's a lot going on here. But it's basically what we get from this scene is this dude is a loser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, the town has zero respect for police officers. Right. We see that. Like a bunch. And we'll see later what happens to those people. Um, and I don't know if you guys noticed, but did you notice the board where Tina had all these awards? Yep. Like and employee that are crime solved or something well there was the crime solved thing with the whiteboard but then there were also like plaques that yeah. had like all of her yeah. awards on like employee of the month or something so i think it's also supposed we're supposed to get from this that lou is not a very good police officer obviously right, right. i mean there's only no. the two of them plus the captain right calm down seth you have such a negative outlook on lou already 
And again, it's a town and it's a sheriff's office. They're always sheriff's office. That's a horror movie. It's a sheriff's office. They're not allowed to do policemen and sheriffs. I guess not. Scene two. Holy red shirt. This scene opens with Lou at the bar talking to the gorgeous bartender, Jess. I have a quick question for Brooke, though. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, but I didn't know we're moving on. So back in the gun store, when Lou says it's been a slice, is that like a Canadian saying? No, I think it's just cheesy dialogue to go with the movie. It's been a slice. I have work to do. Yeah, like I don't think if you I don't know if you guys noticed, like in the first scene, like it was a whole bunch of like wolf references, like the bars called Tooth and Nail. Yeah. Like the piggies, you know, like Mm. piggies and the big bad wolf or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah. There's also a lot of foreshadowing, which I'll talk about later. You like your foreshad. I like my foreskin. Do you want me to continue? Can I go? go? Are you sure? I had to ask that. Okay. Maybe next time. Maybe next time do it during the discussion section. Scene two, the bar. (laughs) Is that what you called it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Not holy red shirt? No. All right. The scene opens with Lou at the bar talking to the gorgeous bartender, Jess. Inside the bar, a gang shows up and talk a little bit of shit to Lou and are interrupted by Terry Wallace, the man running for mayor. He runs off. He's run off by all the patrons. They start throwing shit at him, yelling at him. They don't like this guy. We cut to Lou sleeping at the sheriff's office and being woken up by the sheriff who sends him to check on a possible disturbance. Lou leaves to check it out, drinking, of course, while driving. Lou searches the dark woods with a very, very small, inadequate flashlight. I don't know if you guys noticed that or not. Yeah. With a full moon behind him. Lou finds Terry strung up and uh, he's upside down. Someone's... uh, Someone hits Lou over the head, knocking him out. We see the three cloaked people from the beginning of the movie as Lou starts to pass out. He wakes up in a bed. <laughs> oh, Lord. So he wakes up in a bed. He gets up. He starts to shave his face, and there's this awkward scene of his like facial hair growing back, but it kind of looked like wire going through a potato. It was very zoomed in. Okay. It was. And then he finds a satanic symbol carved on his chest. His phone rings and the sheriff tells him to come on in. There's been an incident. Outside, Lou senses the his like he walks out and his senses are on high alert. So he can hear his like ears are throbbing with high pitched noises. He can smell things he probably couldn't smell before. Uh, as soon as Lou arrives at the scene, the sheriff asks if he forgot to shave, again hinting that he's very hairy. We find out that Terry has been found dead with a syringe and needle marks all over his arms. The coroner shows up, sets his donut on Terry's leg as he investigates. They notice a bite mark on his neck. Okay. Let's jump back to the bar scene. So the bikers, yeah. are they bikers? They call them gang members. They look like bikers to me. Yeah, they called did them, look like bikers, yeah. yeah. They called them gangsters, didn't they? Um, yeah, gangsters, bikers. I thought they looked like a knockoff version of uh, Sons of Anarchy, but... Um, well, he had the teardrop tat. The teardrop tat. He looks right at Lou, and he starts talking shit to Lou mm-hmm. about the law enforcement's not going to do anything, yada, 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 um, which comes into play later as we find out. Um, I don't see like a politician coming into a bar like this. I don't know. Cause it's such a small town. Maybe, maybe. it's just kind of weird, I guess. But yeah, they run he, him yeah. right out. But I guess I had to show like he us. He has the game leader just like pulls out his knife and like, he's just like, kind of like, I don't know what he's doing with it. Just acting <laughs> tough. But like, I don't think the guy that did the acting who was also in uh, ginger snaps, like did a very good job in this movie. He's the gang leader. Yeah, the game leader, yeah. I didn't think, which is one thing I have 
to talk about later. And talk, but I think that the acting was not very good overall in the movie. Now I get it's supposed to be corny and kind of campy, but there were certain parts where I'm like, ah, oh, this could have been cool. If the acting, yeah, was but I think the writing was not super great either. You think that's what it was? So I don't know how much they had to work with. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, but back at the bar. So there's again, I'm gonna say foreshadowing a lot in this movie, Seth. But I feel like even with the interaction with Lou and the gang member, I feel like that gang member came in there and looked at, at Lou for a specific reason. And I feel like there's a few people that do that throughout this movie. Um, but not to get too far ahead, if you guys woke up with a pentagram carved on your chest, would you still throw your gear on and go to work? No, he acted like it was no big deal. He's like, huh? No. Just another drunken night, maybe, is what he was thinking. But this thing is, like, really carved in there. Yeah, you have Oh, man, that's going to get infected, man. Yeah, I feel like you'd have an infection or something. Mm. It's huge. It's like his whole torso. It's, like, in there, too. It wasn't just, like, a a needle. Like, that was, like, maybe one of them. Um, Okay, and do you feel like Terry... With the whole gang, weird gang interaction, the gang leader pulls out the knife, Terry gets run out of the bar, all of a sudden, oh, he's tied up dead in the woods. You feel yeah. like it has something political to do with this mayor race thing? It was pretty suspicious, so. yeah. Okay. It feels like no one really cares, like in the bar at all. Yeah, that's what I got. This is a town full of degenerates. Yeah. I there should... was a couple of questions like during this scene as well, uh, or during this like scene that we're covering. Um, whenever Lou gets out of his house and he sees like the little dog and like the guy kicks his dog and then Lou's just like, don't do that. <laughs> and the guy's like, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> and then like, I was kind of hoping like later in the movie, you would get like an answer to this kind of back and forth, but we don't at all. So like that whole thing was kind of useless. Mm. I found that. So I accidentally didn't turn it off at the end. And if you watch through the credits, he actually goes back and revisits that guy. Oh really? Yeah, so you'll have to check that out. I by accident I left it on, but I yep, yeah, you'll check that out. Oh, the part where he spits in the cup. Ugh. That yeah. was so gross. Dude, yeah. no, no, not And how about the uh the coroner? Like he he's eating like a donut when he's at like the crime scene and like at the later crime scene he's doing it again. It's like with yeah. a sandwich. Ugh. Yeah. So gross. Scene three. What do you want, Tina? We find out that the mayor has canceled the drink and shoot. Back at the crime scene, Lou smells around the body, and he's able to tell that Tina is behind him just by her smell. Um, We also find out that the drink and shoot is where the townsfolk get drunk and hunt the town beast. Lou hits the bar, drinking with Jess, the bartender, as they flirt about about her running for mayor. Jess notices the time and closes the bar early after pouring Lou five shots of Jack Daniels. She takes the trash out and notices someone in a truck watching her. Lou's head starts to ring as Jess returns as Lou starts to get sick and runs to the bathroom, which he had to go down some steps to get to. He gets in there and pukes in the sink. He goes to the urinal and starts to piss blood as we see his dick turn into a hairy wolf cock. (laughs) As he's transforming into the werewolf, he's screaming for his life. We see the guys from the truck break in through the back of the bar and head down to the bathroom. Lou kills two of the men and one escapes. Jess uh, looks down the stairs as Lou walks out of the bathroom and we see his foot and his uh nails are ripped through the boot okay first note i have naturally is this guy can put away some alcohol yeah because she oh gave him like God. four double shots and they were gone five, there was five. Was five they were gone like this pound in them dude and um, he's like i have a feeling you're trying to get me drunk it's like bah. yeah no yeah. shit man 
Think of how much that dude could drink if he wanted to. Like, mm, wish I had that kind of tolerance, mm-hmm. Seth. He's got to feel like shit all the time. He looks like he feels like shit all the time. That's true. <laughs> all right, let's talk about this transformation here. Not just the wolf cock. I know. So I know you're ready to get into that. Seth's like so excited. Well, that's how it starts, though. Okay, go ahead. That's the first. The first is the blood pee. Yes. And then they show his well dick hanging out. Yep. And then it like explodes and is hairy. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like a dog's dick isn't hairy like this. Why would this werewolf's cock be so hairy? I mean, it is till the lipstick comes out. What's the what? A red thing that shoots out. Oh, the red rocket. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Do you think he has one of those? Probably. Oh my gosh. Surprised I didn't show it. (laughs) All right. So after that, he, I have never seen a werewolf transformation like this, honestly. So the werewolf actually rips out of his skin. Usually there's just like bones cracking and like facial deformation, but like. I feel like we see it later or better later when he does it in the jail cell. Yes. You here, get like a more, here you're yeah. not really sure. He's like gooey and like, yeah. Ugh, it's very gross. Very, yeah, very I think gross. it's just kind of more focused on the exploding penis than anything. <laughs> yes, for sure. A lot of emphasis on the exploded penis. Um, But for What'd the most part, think, go ahead. I was going to say, what did you guys think of the bartender like during this, this scene? Like I kind of had the feeling that like she knew like that he was turning into the werewolf, but then like, I kind of didn't know if she did or not. I mean, I was definitely suspicious of her with all the drinks. And then when she saw the truck and was like, hmm. on first watch, I thought it was weird. Cause she was looking at the yeah. clock. Yeah. And then again, yeah. I watched this again cause I had to, and uh, I didn't have to, I chose to, but um, on the second watch, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Cause she's looking at the clock cause she knows what time he's going to turn into the werewolf. Mm-hmm. So that's why she kicks everybody out of the bar. Yeah. And then that scene that you just said where the, the guys are outside watching her and she sees them, like yeah. she knows they're going to come in and break in. Mm-hmm. I'm like giving the whole plot away, but nonetheless, she knows they're going to come in and do what they're doing. Yeah. She was very suspicious. Mm-hmm. So yeah, again, after I watched this, the second time I liked it a lot more because all this stuff made a lot more sense than the first time I was doing it, um, which we'll get to. Scene four, handcuffed to a bed. Lou wakes up handcuffed to a bed with a panting dog laying on top of him. Willie walks in and shows him a video of himself as a wolf. Willie shot him with tra- tranquilizers. Willie lets him out of bed and he tells him he'd washed his uniform. It was super bloody. He sneaks some wolf's bane into Lou's eggs as Lou spits it out, very pissed off. But Lou realizes that Tina has just pulled up outside and he goes outside and... Um, before he goes out, he tells Willie to meet him at dusk because he needs to be locked up at night so he doesn't turn into the wolf and get crazy. Outside, Tina tells Lou there's been another attack at Jess's bar. At the bar, Jess tells Lou that he'd saved her. Uh, Jess tells Lou that he had saved her life and that they would talk later. So obviously, she knows that he turned into the wolf when she saw him as the wolf, even though we didn't see what happened after he came out of the bathroom. Um, Back inside, Lou has flashbacks in the bathroom of the incident from the night before. Tina finds a face that looks just like Lou's. Um, She picks it up and starts mimicking Lou. And I got to say, this face looked just like Lou's. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The coroner finds animal hair, and Lou tells Tina to take the night off. They'll cover for her since she's been covering for him a lot lately. We cut to the biker gang leader talking with one of his men. It's the guy that got away from the bar earlier. They were supposed to knock out Lou and bring him to the barn that they hang out at before 10. He stabs the man's eye out and then sticks the eye to the wall with a knife. Okay. 
back to the first part of this. Willie. Willie is the gun owner, the gun shop owner from earlier. He's very, very nonchalant about all of this. And mm. um, I'm sorry, but Seth, even if it were you and you were a werewolf the night before, I don't think I'd be letting you out of the handcuffs that easy. Yeah, he was pretty like, meh. Here, want some breakfast? The whole time. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, man. Well, he's, he's, he's um, portrayed as not being very smart, though, also. And I just assumed he was like high all the time or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. For me, I would have been like, I don't know. This dude might be able to turn into a werewolf whenever he wants. I'm not going to let him out of this, out of these handcuffs. Right. Like, no it, fucking way. And it was only like one handcuff. Like, what was that really going to do? I thought he had two and then his feet were handcuffed. It was just the one arm. Did you, did you like they were fuzzy handcuffs? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought he was back at Jesse's place. Well, he yells Jessica, remember? He's like, yeah. Jessica! fuzzy handcuff okay um brooke you have anything you want to add about that scene from the just the willy part uh i thought that maybe like lou like had sex with the dog like when he was a werewolf because <laughs> oh. he wakes up in the bed with the dog i was like oh what's what's happening here well and the dog is like <laughs> oh that's true you think the dog was licking his hairy wiener who has wolf's bane just laying around jesse or willie jesse willie jesse willie okay can you just <laughs> buy wolf's mane is that like a thing I, I guess okay in this town all right let's jump jump forward to the bar scene where they're uh looking at the bar so again brooke brought this up earlier but the coroner is back down there and again this is the bar scene from earlier where um lou turned into the werewolf fuck some people up so the coroner is like it, on his hands and knees in this blood with bloody gloves and then he pulls out a fucking sandwich on white bread uh, and just starts eating it. Yeah. Well, they're all very nonchalant with everything, like how she Tina picks up the face and like, mm -hmm. yeah. It reminds me of in um, The Devil's Rejects where Otis cuts off the guy's face and then he like has it on the girl's oh, yeah, face. Yeah. That's what that face reminded me of. Um, but yeah, honestly, I kind of laugh. I chuckled. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I kind of feel like they just threw like the him eating in like the the scene, like just kind of like make fun of like all like the CSI and like shows like that. Mm hmm. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that because there was blood everywhere. There's just guts everywhere. It's disgusting. So you can see he tore these people up. Um, one more thing, real quick. Do you guys think that police officers get just like used to this? I'm sure they do. I mean, you see it all the time. Yeah. <sighs> Could yeah. you imagine that being normal? Just like no. walking into that. Mm -mm. Oh, I mean, like she just picks up like the face, you know, like it's nothing. And she's like, kind of like, she's not like a rookie because she has all these awards, but she doesn't seem like she's been with the police force for that long. She right. just picks up this face and is like, Hey, it looks like you. It's like, what would you be thinking during that? Like, you know, obviously she doesn't think that he's a werewolf, but. She must be thinking something's weird. Yeah, I, I thought mean, she was going to tongue kiss it. I mean, it looked just like him, mm -hmm. honestly. I thought she was going to put it on at first. I was like, oh, please don't put that face on. Please don't <laughs> put that face on. Please don't put that face on. But luckily she didn't. All right, anything else you want to talk about before we move on? I don't want to get you upset. Mm, no. All right. uh, I don't like the like eyeball, eyeball stuff. I don't like it all. So like, that little scene was gross to me. That was gross. Do you think you could really do that? Just pull it out like that? Um, I don't think with the knife because you would cut into it, it would get gooey. So I feel like if uh. you yanked it out, the knife would just come out. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah. I feel like the eyeball would just explode. 
But actually, I'm glad you brought that scene up because, again, upon rewatch, the second time I watched this movie, I caught on to a lot of things during this scene also. So the um, the gang leader is talking to that guy about how the reason that Lou was able to turn into a werewolf and attack the other two guys is because they were late. And yeah. he makes a comment about time is the only thing that money can't buy. Yeah. So it's the most valuable resource. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you're going to learn, you have to learn to appreciate time or something, which again comes into play later. But major foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Yeah, like, this was my second time watching it. And Josh, you watched it twice as well. But definitely the second time, like I picked up on more things because I knew what the ending was, obviously. So right. there's definitely a lot of foreshadowing in this. And foreskin. And foreskin. Yes. Scene five. Lou does some police work, finally. The scene opens with some bad psychedelic rock music while Lou investigates the town history from the library. He finds a book on occults. The blood of an innocent is shed to turn another into a werewolf. So he, he finds this book, um, and it basically spells out exactly what happened. So the blood of an innocent has to be shed to turn another into a werewolf. Usually it's the village idiot. The blood of the beast is then drained during the reckoning, which is when the wolf is at its weakest shape. The shapeshifters, which are, from what I derive from this, the three folks in the cloak, shapeshifters want the wolf's blood to maintain their powers, and wolf's blood is so powerful that it will uh, allow them to maintain their power for decades a lot the sheriff leaves his office as willie and lou are reading the book so uh lou again for some reason recruits willie to help him out they're at the sheriff's office reading this book which is when they tell us all the stuff i just went over the sheriff tells him to stay awake and call him if anything comes up willie locks lou in a jail cell sets up his camera just as tina shows up busting the two tina questions lou tells him that she became a cop because her dad used to run the bar and when he went missing the only person that went to look for him was lou's dad she doesn't believe that lou's dad's death was an accident any more than she believes her own father's accident was um i think they chalked it up to an animal attack she knows the town has secrets and she just wants him to be safe Tina leaves and Lou pounds a bunch of fucking alcohol real quick. As we see the clock change and he begins to change into a werewolf, Lou's skin rips off of his body, revealing the slimy werewolf fur. He drools as his face rips in half and the werewolf face emerges. Willie, forgetting to turn on the camera, tells Lou how beautiful the transformation was. Lou, a.k.a. Wolf Cop, growls that he wants a drink and downs another bottle of liquor. Okay. So there's this montage scene at the library where basically you get very quickly, and I didn't catch up. I I know this is probably going to be annoying me continuing to say this, but the first time I watched it, I didn't gather what happened through that scene. Seth, you didn't watch it twice, so did did that scene give you enough background to fully understand the history of the town? Yeah. So you gathered it? Mm -hmm. Okay, see, Mm -hmm. I did not. So basically what we find out is that uh, Tina's dad was the bar owner. Tina's dad and... Lou's dad, who was the police officer at the time, both ended up missing and dying on the same day. Um, And I think that is when you realize that it was like 30 years or something ago. I forget exactly what the time was. Was it like 23 or something? It was some number like that. And earlier in the movie, Tina says, well, you know when the last time they canceled the drink and shoot was? Which mm-hmm. she's referring yeah. to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And again, they do all of that within like a 15 second 
Montage. Yeah, like Lou keeps going back to like the last time this the drunk the drinking shoot was canceled. Like he just keeps going back to that event. Yes, exactly. Um, which kind of, this kind of bummed me out a little bit because like it showed him actually doing police work and investigating this stuff, and then all of a sudden he just jumps up and he's like, "Do you have a book on occults?" <laughs> I'm like, "Damn it, Lou! I had so much hope for you." But he's also like drinking during this whole thing. Oh, yeah, he's an alcoholic, Seth. It's just funny. We can relate. Mm, not <laughs> quite to this <laughs> level. Uh, okay. Um, I did like the fact that uh, Willie's like, oh, it's this book's basically about you because he keeps saying that it's usually the village idiot that gets possessed yeah. or whatever. Right, right. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Did you guys notice the poster in the background of the jail? Uh-uh. It, it has like this giant poster and had like all these dogs on it and it said like big bold letters like Pu- puppy poaching is a crime. I didn't even <laughs> see that. <laughs> uh, I didn't see it either. It's probably yeah. talking about Cruella DeVille. Does anybody know what a yeah. gitch is? Oh, the gitch. It's got to be gitch? underwear. Is right? that like underwear? Yeah, that's definitely not a Canadian thing because yeah. I've never heard of that before. He's yeah. like, I'm not taking my gitch off or something like that. Yeah, Willie I mean, like really his, wants like, to. Gun, like his gun like strap, maybe. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Oh, maybe. I thought it was underwear. That's honestly. what I was thinking. But I mean, keeps- that's what I think too, but yeah. Keeps his underwear on the whole time. Um, So this transition into the werewolf, you actually get to see a lot more than before. So you actually see his face split open, his back rips apart. Well, it it makes like the penis exploding make more sense. It didn't actually explode per se. It was the skin skin ripping off. Yeah. The werewolf skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, The other thing is Willie is, dude, Willie is fucking a moron, but he is hilarious. He's the comic relief for sure. Yeah. 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 They're just like playing go fish. <laughs> and he's like, Hey, do you have like an eight? And then like Lou just grabs a card. He's like, That's not how we play. We've been playing this for six hours, man. <laughs> yeah, we've been playing this for three hours. Did you notice when that scene and I didn't catch till the second watch, but did you notice when that scene opens he's talking about a dream he had? Uh, I don't I know. He was I like, I don't that. know, man. It kinda hurt, but he was beautiful. <laughs> That's what Willie said. Oh, is that what he said? That's what he was saying. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't catch that. All right. I just like the part where, where he's like, you're a wolf, and he's like, cop. Yeah, he does. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. oh, God, it's so cheesy. I thought that was great. Yeah. Uh, scene six, go fish. Lou and Wolf Cop play go fish as the phone rings. Wolf Cop rips the cell door open and takes the call. There's a robbery in progress. Um, <laughs> so, Willie, that's what you just said, Seth. Oh, Willie yeah. says, you're a wolf, and that's when he says, cop as he grabs a uniform and puts it on uh lou arrives at the convenience store where the piggies are robbing he kills two outside and then inside he stops the third sneaking up on him and growling as the man passes out he grabs a bottle of liquor and a donut and rips the door off his car when he goes to get back in but they happen to be right next to a body shop we get a montage of the wolf cop detailing his cop car souping it up and taking off to go fight more crime. Lou and Willie sneak up on kids doing graffiti. These are the kids from earlier that flipped him off when he drove by. And Seth, I know you love this scene. He proceeds to piss all over them as <laughs> Willie makes an asparagus joke. It was like a fucking fire hose pee. A lot of pee. A lot, a of, lot pee. of pee. It was really uh, high up too. It was real gross. Yeah. Big dick, big pee. We cut to Tina at Jess's bar acting super suspicious and questioning Jess. She gets a call about a robbery and the wolf... 
don't know what the fuck that means. She gets a call about robbery and the wolf as she does. Uh, she does like a shot real quick. We, I don't, did Jess put something in her drink here? Did you guys notice that? I don't think she did. Okay. So she just did a shot behind her. Yeah. Okay. But I thought yeah. it was funny because when uh, Tina does her shot, she's like, cheers, bitch. Mm-hmm. We cut to the barn party where the biker, the biker gang's there. They're having a humongous fucking party. I'm guessing this is just a normal Tuesday for them, but they are partying up a storm. We see the gang leader do a shit ton of red coke as he hears the police intercom discussing the robbery. Meanwhile, Wolf Cop is hauling ass on an off like back road. He drives right into where this barn party's happening. The bikers proceed to shoot at Lou. They shoot him in the chest, which doesn't affect him whatsoever. Lou rips a man's face off with his hand, mm. which was pretty cool. As Lou fights another biker, the faceless dude, so it's basically just like a skeleton face now. He like yeah. creeps up on Willie, who's still sitting in the cop car and like screams at him. It's fucking hilarious. The barn catches on fire as Lou continues to fight the gangsters. Lou and Willie drive out of the barn just as it explodes. Um, I should note that Willie did tell Lou to grab some meth. I have that. (laughs) He's like, grab some meth. Dude, Wolf Cop is a badass, dude. He's like bulletproof. I didn't expect this. Mm-mm. He destroys these people. Let's talk about the convenience store real quick. So The donut liquor store? Yeah, liquor donuts. Why don't we have any of those? Liquor donuts. Is that a thing in Canada? No, it's not. No. Oh, bummer. I'd go there. Um, so he's a good werewolf. Yeah. Yeah, he's a wolf cop. <laughs> he just wants to do his job. Yeah, Josh is a wolf cop. What? <laughs> Jesus. Let's <laughs> say wolf robber. Stupid American. Why did it take him turning into a werewolf for him to be good at his job, Brooke? What's the deal? Talk to us. I was I was just gonna ask that too, because like it's as soon as he becomes a werewolf, like he volunteers to take the night shift and Tina's like, so like what's gotten into you? And he's like, Oh, I'm just trying to be nice. Yeah. He's like t- done a transformation. Maybe if we all turn into werewolves, we'd be better versions of ourselves. Maybe. Okay. Cause he's still an alcoholic. So I feel like the booze is fueling him. Though. Yeah. I don't know. The pee scene. You text me at this pee scene, Seth. You're like, Oh my God, this <laughs> fucking wolf cop just peed on some kids. Yeah. <laughs> What I like about this is, is if you notice and you pay close attention, which again, I didn't at first, but the people he goes after and interacts with when he's the wolf cop are the same people from the very beginning of the movie when he's driving to the station mm. that are pricks to him. Yeah. Like the kids mm. flipped him off when he drove by. The bikers were beating up some dude on the side of the road and basically gave him a look like, hey, fuck off. And then the homeless guy like waves at him real nice. And when he drives mm. by, he spits, boot, he like spits at him. Yeah. And he interacts with all these people after he becomes the wolf cop. Um, Jess and Tina, let's talk about this scene real quick. What did you guys get out of this scene with Tina and Jess? Like, I think Jess was figuring out that Tina might be on the trail. Okay. Like might be suspicious that something's going on, but that was really all I got out of it. I mean, it was so brief. I, at this point, cause I hadn't watched it twice yet or knew what was going to happen i couldn't figure out if tina was the best because i knew one of them weren't good right so i was Uh like is jess the bad guy because you know me i really wanted to like jess just because she's gorgeous Mm. um or is tina so brooke at that point in the movie during that scene were you like okay tina is like up to no good or or were you like okay jess is the problem here on my first watch i definitely thought that jess was in on it for sure like because tina she just wants to prove herself to be a good cop, really, through the whole movie. And I kind of believed she was probably the most believable character in this movie. Agree. I never suspected her. Okay. 
I also thought she was kind of jealous. Because I, I think she's got a little crush on Lou. I, well, he's such a loser, though. I but know. I actually kind yeah. of gathered that. Um, so at this point, I have a note, because, again, I do these notes before I go back and rewatch. But I was like, so there's three shapeshifters, clearly, the three cloaked people. At this point, honestly, I was thinking, okay, Tina would be a good twist if Tina ended up being one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I for sure knew the gang leader. Well, I like the gang leader. And then I was thinking maybe the mayor since they killed Terry. But that's at this point in the movie, that's where I was at. I was like, I think it's yeah. Tina, the gang leader, and the mayor. Yeah. Did you guys have any thoughts at this point on who the three were? Or did you not even think about it? I wasn't really thinking about it. Okay. No, Brooke? like, yeah, my first watch, I pretty much only one I kind of suspected was the bartender, Jess. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and we the knew. Gang leader, and the gang leader as well. Yeah. We knew Teardrop was bad. Teardrop. Yeah. Always bad. Yeah. Scene seven. Here, Piggy Piggy. Back at the convenience store, the sheriff hounds Tina as the store clerk tells him that it was a big fucking wolf cop. Willie and Lou arrive back at the police station as Jess is dressed like Little Red Riding Hood (laughs) as they walk in. They tell Willie to fuck off as they start to kiss. We get an awkward sex scene between Jess and the wolf cop. Afterward, they light a cig and Jess puts something in Lou's drink as he chugs it down. Lou starts to pass out as she locks him in the cell. As she pulls a large gun out, we see that Jess turns into the old ass mayor. Ew. Let's discuss because there's a lot to unpack here, boys. The first thing: Why does Willie drive a Hearst? I don't know. Did, did I, you? I, good. I, I don't know if he drives that. Like that. Like that's his vehicle. He drives, but maybe he just grabbed it to fit. Like the. I don't know. I don't think he's a wolf at this scene, but maybe just to fit like the wolf cop in it. I don't know. Okay. Definitely weird. I was like, why is he getting in a Hearst? Um. Seth, the sex scene, you are like, I know you're just chomping at the bit. <laughs> I'm not, I just couldn't believe to it. To discuss this sex scene. I have never seen a sex scene between a werewolf and a human. No, because like he unzipped his pants. I'm like, okay. Like I thought that was going to be it. But then like, you know, fucking Annie Lennox music or something comes on in the background. <laughs> that goes on for like a good minute or two. And they show what like. What about the line that Jess drops during this? Did you guys catch it? Uh-uh, About was... his big... Doesn't she say he has like big eyes yeah. or big hands? She's, and then like, like... she's like, my, what big teeth you have. Oh, yeah. And then you hear his like zipper unzip. Yeah. She's like, yeah. oh, that too. <laughs> but then when it's like showing her, like shows her tits and it's like his wolf hands come up over him. and Twice. Like, they do that twice, by the way. Trying to be like real like, you know, I don't know. It was Dude, just... It was, it was funny. I think it's a bit too long. Yeah. I think it's fucking hilarious. I thought it was funny. I just couldn't believe it. For me, I had already known it was coming because you kind of ruined it and you sent me the video of it. So like I knew it was coming, but dude, the wolf hands on her boobs are so weird. I was like, how awkward. Like I felt awkward watching it. Like I was like, this is weird, dude. (laughs) That's weird. Not expecting um, it. Just quickly going back to the convenience store scene. What did you guys make of his vehicle that he like made like the whole kind of montage of him making his wolf cop vehicle go ahead oh actually i am josh about this earlier i think it's funny that it's like it's a dodge diplomat i don't know if you know what those are i don't know it's like a late 80s car and i can't believe this is the car they picked to be like the (laughs) the pimped car well i'm sure they didn't have a huge budget for this it's probably whatever was available no i actually thought it was funny yeah like whenever he's about to get in the car and like the wolf cop looks at the garage and then looks at Willie, and Willie's like, I know what you're about to do, and I approve. 
like really all that was different is it had no doors and it had like purple headlights yeah it was loud and it had the big w yeah yeah and it. he turned the light around as well like facing a different like, way yeah on top but i thought it was fun i thought it was clever it was funny dude he's got a sweet ass ride especially when they crash through the barn yes yeah does this thing have no doors no front doors okay yeah um yeah i actually didn't mind the wolf uh detailing the car i did think it was funny when he picks up the uh blowtorch thing and it's like tells you have to wear glasses so he mm. actually puts the goggles <laughs> on so yeah he was being responsible um okay one last thing this was the most non-erotic sex scene i'd ever watched just for the record but it was funny because it was like it was trying to be like to be funny yeah and it was just so ridiculous but nonetheless then it's that old nasty mayor oh yeah well scene eight <laughs> boss we thought you were dead we see the gang leader drive up and tell one of his men to meet him in two hours willie is awoken by his cell phone ringing still sitting outside the police station in the hearst inside we find out that willie is working with the old ass mayor he's supposed to contain the wolf until the reckoning which he failed to do willie tells her that he's a lot stronger than any of the previous wolves it makes no sense he's such a loser as they move Lou, we see that there is a video camera directly behind them that was filming the entire time. Tina, who's outside watching as they take Lou out, finds the video camera footage and gets dressed for business. Oh, boy. She watches the sex tape. She does watch the sex tape. Mm-hmm. Um, we see that, like, I think it's an hour or something. They have, like, an hour until the eclipse is what, what we're told. We cut to the biker gang arriving at the meeting point as the leader tells them to shoot anything with a heartbeat. As he walks off, we see that the gang leader turns into the sheriff. Oh, shit. Crap. Lou, makes, uh, Lou wakes up chained to a tree as the three cloaked figures stand in front of him. They are revealed to be the shapeshifters who are the old-ass mayor who was transformed into Jess, the sheriff who was transformed into the gang leader, and Willie, who um, is Willie. Do you think that was weird? <laughs> like, why didn't he transform into anybody else? I don't know. Okay. I just thought of that. I don't know why. Okay. The sun begins to set as the gang is set up in the woods, but so is Tina. She shoots out the one good eye of the the eye patch biker from earlier. Poor guy. <laughs> Lou changes into the wolf as he is stabbed. Tina shoots Willie, killing him, and Lou breaks free from the chains as he runs off. Okay. So at this point, this movie took a whole different turn here. Mm-hmm. We get- uh, It did, yeah. We basically, it's like an action movie at this point, but uh, I didn't see Willie coming at all as one of the three. Did you? No, him or the sheriff. Yeah, be, I agree with that. Like the sheriff and Willie both surprised me on my first watch. But you both had the mayor pegged. I was suspicious. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But the sheriff, because we just didn't see him that much, I'm like, eh. There was one point I can't remember when it was, but I was like, oh, this this has got to be the guy and maybe this is why he's keeping Lou around. But, um, okay. So Willie, have you guys ever watched true detective on HBO? Mm-mm. Which I've only watched the first two seasons. Season two is Willie not like an exact duplicate of Colin Farrell in that movie or in that show. Like the way he talks and his, his like demeanor and the way yeah. he moves. But it, like, the yeah, whole time I was watching this, I was like, who does he remind me of? And finally, I was like, oh, my God, it's freaking Colin Farrell from uh, True Detective Season 2. 
So, okay, at this point, we know who the three shapeshifters are. Um, honestly, the only one that fully surprised me was Willie. Uh, mm-hmm. Why do you think that he didn't transform into anybody else? Like, why why wasn't he older? I don't know, unless he's just a younger one. I don't know. I couldn't couldn't pinpoint it. No, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that the CGI, like, turning, like, when he died in, like, the flames and turning, like, into the shapeshifter, that was, like, really bad compared to, like, the rest of the movie. Yeah. Are, would, they, are they, like, aliens? Like, they almost looked alien-like. They look like E.T. Yeah, they were weird-looking. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought as well. The CGI at that point was bad. So when Willie dies, he turns back into the shapeshifter, which is basically, like, a an alien. I don't know. I, I think that they should have just kept it practical like some of the other effects, and it wouldn't have been as bad. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know. I suppose you're kind of limited with that. Yeah, that's true. Um all right, scene nine, the final showdown. But I was surprised, oh. sorry, that no, they could just ahead. be shot with a bullet and that was it. Like they've lived all this time. They have to be shot in the head, I think. Oh. Because we see in the next scene where somebody gets stabbed that does, doesn't affect them whatsoever. I think you have to be shot in the head. Seems kind of easy. Uh-huh. Seems a little fishy. Yeah. Hmm. Scene nine, the final showdown. Tina sneaks up on the mare as she transforms back into Jess and tells her that the last wolf she fucked was Tina's father. Oh, man. (laughs) We cut to the wolf cop taking out the bikers, knocking one of their heads clean off. We cut to Tina and Jess fighting with Jess getting the better of Tina, unfortunately. The wolf cop distracts Jess as Tina shoots her, killing her, making her transform into an alien-looking creature, again with a little bit of bad CGI thrown in there. As the wolf cop and Tina start to walk off, the sheriff shows up and shoots Lou, knocking him down. The two fight with the sheriff getting the better of Lou. Tina stabs the sheriff from the back, which does not kill him or affect him. The sheriff gets up and walks up to Tina, pinning her against a tree. He starts to like shove the sword that's going through his stomach into Tina. Just as Wolfkopf gets up, he chugs some alcohol, which makes the uh, sheriff turn around, and he turns into the gunslinger and shoots the sheriff right in the face, blowing his head off. Um, okay, let's talk about this whole scene here. Do we yeah. believe... That is at this point in the movie, did you believe that it is the alcohol that is making Lou stronger? Mm. Yep. Brooke? I think so. Because okay. even Willie mentions to, I think, the mayor, she's like, I don't know why you picked him for for to choose to turn into a wolf, but he's stronger for some reason. I think it's the like alcohol, which like it I don't know, it doesn't really make sense, but for the movie's sake, it does, I guess. Because he, like, chugs this alcohol and then turns into a badass again. Yeah, clearly it's, like, his fuel. It was yeah. fuel. Fuel. I bet you listened to Fuel, didn't you, the band? Actually, I did not. Lion ass. <laughs> um, all right, so this scene, I honestly like this final scene, like, the, the showdown between them all. I thought the wolf cop fight scenes were good. Um, what's funny to me is, have you guys seen um, Teen Wolf, Michael J. Fox? Oh, yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago, yeah. This reminded me of like Teen Wolf, just gr- he like a grown up Teen Wolf kicking ass. Yeah, yeah, much more like aggressive Teen Wolf. Well, yeah, but yeah. he's not a teen now. He's a man, a drunk man, an old drunk man. I don't, I don't know, know if I'm just going crazy like during this scene, but were the gang members wearing hockey helmets? Yeah, so they show up and they've got like hockey helmets and masks on, and they've got like padded gloves. And I think the sheriff asks them like, "What are you wearing?" <laughs> so they make a joke about it but yeah they do they have on like hockey gear okay that's what i thought i was like so but funny i feel like we don't see them all get killed 
he fucks a bunch of them up yeah does he like mm-hmm. i feel like there's a bunch that were there and then like we don't see uh-huh. them again but i think it's just supposed to be implied that he okay because he like goes on a rampage there um all right scene 10 the final scene lou and tina limp back to the car together joking that he needs a drink and she needs a hospital lou says okay we'll make two stops they drive off as wolf cop flashes across the screen the end doesn't it say wolf cop 2 coming soon 2015 i think it's what it says isn't that right yeah it did yeah all right as always i have some thoughts after watching I thought it would be helpful just to recap the history real quick. So the town is ran by three shapeshifters, which we find out is Jess, who's actually the mayor, the old ass mayor, the sheriff, who is disguised as the gang leader, and then Willie, who is just himself. They require werewolf blood to keep themselves powered throughout the decades. They pick a village idiot every 20-ish years. And um, they also require somebody whose blood is pure, which is why they chose um, the guy running to be mayor that really wanted to fix the town. Um, And then during Reckoning, which is where the werewolf is at its weakest, they it looked like they drink the blood, but they must also drain the blood and sacrifice the wolf. Um, And then they keep the blood and what it looked like. So during that scene where I said the sheriff was snorting red coke, yeah. I'm guessing that was like coke infused with werewolf blood. Like crushed up, dried up blood. Okay. And then I also wonder, Brooke, what you think about this. Do you remember in the bar scene where Jess takes, uh, Tina takes the phone calls so when her and Jess have that awkward back and forth and you see Jess do a shot while Tina's turned around backwards. Do you think she was doing a shot of like uh, some sort of alcoholic wolf blood? I think so for sure. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. they have to keep doing it. So I'm trying to go back and think now when Willie would have done something where there was some sort of wolf blood. Because you got the sheriff doing the coke, Jess doing the alcohol shots. I can't think of one where Willie would have done it, but I don't know. Anyway, um, we can all agree that we think Lou's strength comes from his alcohol and donuts. Yes. Alcohol for his sure. His liquor donuts. Yeah. Okay. Um... I want, I don't know. I keep questioning why, because Willie makes several comments about how he's the strongest wolf there's ever been. It doesn't make sense because he's such an idiot. Um, do you think it's because it seems like in the past they've picked people that were not smart, but they were also not good people? I feel like Lou is a good person. He just makes bad decisions. Whereas I think Jess, uh, I'm sorry, Tina says that her dad, which obviously her dad was the guy from the very beginning of the movie that they were chasing through the woods. Right. She said he got mixed up with some bad people and made some bad choices. So do you think that maybe in picking a police officer, Lou, who is clearly fucked up because his dad died and left Mm -hmm. him by himself when he was 10, that maybe that's why he is a good werewolf and not this fuck up werewolf, which they were anticipating? It could be. Mm -hmm. Okay. Brooke, this is for you. Is this supposed to be a comedy or a horror movie? I think it's supposed to be a comedy. That's what I would say. Disguised as a horror movie? Yeah. Like, I think it's a a horror movie that obviously doesn't take itself very seriously. Um, Like, at the end, it has, you know, Wolf Cop 2 coming in 2015, which is like a year later. So I think the director of this had both movies shot already. Mm, that would make sense. Okay. Um, 
Well, Mark and I had this conversation. I can't remember if it was in our group thread or not, but because we were kind of because he questioned me as to if uh, Ready or Not is a horror movie or a comedy. And I think mm. this falls in line with that is that you can't really because if you start nitpicking these movies to that degree, right, you're going to have to go back and do a fuck love a lot more of them just because there's yeah. so many movies anymore and even back into the 90s or even in the 80s really that like had that element of comedy to them so i don't know how you separate the two yeah i think this movie is more of a horror movie than ready or not like i don't know it's it's definitely a weird comparison yeah um i'd almost call ready or not more like a suspense or a thriller than a horror yeah i guess okay i don't know I think that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, we have this discussion every episode when we go to do our Stabby's ratings because it's like, well, how do you compare Beetlejuice to Texas Chainsaw? It's like, I don't know. I just feel like if you yeah. start separating them, that you're going to run into a whole list of issues, which Mark and I like to argue about. So, What did uh, you guys think of Wolf Cop's theme song? I don't even remember it, honestly. Was it really? a, like, a rap song? Yeah, like at the very end, as I was driving away, it has like like his own like kind of like rap song. I don't know. Yeah. Did you guys a wolf like, cop? Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was something like that, yeah, though. Yeah, something like that. You nailed it. Dude, you should never rap. <laughs> Can you rap? Are you like a good rapper? No. I'd love no, to hear it. No. Start freestyling. Mm -mm. All right, fine. Not my thing. All I'm right. a wolf cop. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so the practical effects in this movie I thought were great. It only got rough when they went to the CGI. I yeah. can agree with that. And yeah. it always does. We've talked about that. That Like when they don't do the CGI, it doesn't get so dated, but yeah. And even like, um, what was the movie? Crimson peak where this really not that old, like the CGI was rough. Was bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't, I always hear too, the CGI costs so much to do. Like, is it cheap? Is it cheaper than practical effects or why did they choose the, maybe cause it's easier. I'm, I don't know. Faster, I think maybe. the practical effects are cheaper. They just take more time. Gotcha. Because yeah. I think if they, you know, the only part I can really nitpick is at the end with the alien thing. Yeah, that mm. didn't look great. So on the second watch of this, which I've already, I've already talked about this, is that there's a ton of foreshadowing going on and hints as to what's to come, which I really didn't obviously pick up on until I watched it again. So like, again, the gang leader, like I talked about, being so caught up on time when he lectures his... um uh, member about you know he was late that's why they weren't able to get up get him back in time to the barn but then also the sheriff who ends up being the gang leader he gives um multiple times he kind of scolds uh lou about being late he's like hey i know you're not a great cop but you could be at least be one that shows up on time yeah so i thought that was kind of neat how they did that um the other thing i caught up on was willie throughout the entire show makes drops a bunch of comments about he's like well i'm not a wolf expert that's true he died you know i didn't notice that until you said that i'm not a wolf expert like if you watch him too when he says that he acts funny uh -huh. but he's got wolf spain got wolf spain mm -hmm. he's his job out of the three shapeshifters is to We're maintain the wolf mm -hmm. and make sure that it is where it needs to be and then capture it uh -huh. and but he says multiple, well, I'm not a wolf expert. And then if you notice when um, Lou gets that book and they're looking at it at the sheriff's office, when the sheriff leaves or whatever, um, Lou has to get back to work or whatever. But 
Willie tells him, oh, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll look after this. Yeah. And earlier, Lou made a comment about um, the librarian was found it very hard to find that book. It, it was almost like it had been hidden. Hmm. Yeah, so I wonder if Willie's the one doing all this shit. But I thought that was funny. He's uh-huh. like, well, I'm not, a, I'm not a wolf expert. I kind of want to see the sequel now, so I'm probably going to watch the next one. Have you seen it, Brooke? I haven't yet. Like, I've wanted to. I just, I just haven't found the time or made the time to watch it. But be a fun group um, watch. I think yeah, so. I think I think yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah. Should do a group watch and watch it. Big group gangbang watch. That'll be after. Oh, during. Or during. I hope there's another wolf sex mm-hmm. scene. Maybe Tina and the wolf cock cop. <laughs> okay, I you've never seen Hatchet, right? No. Okay, have you seen Hatchet, Brooke? Yes. Okay. I was thinking throughout, I got major hatchet vibes throughout this whole movie, just with the comedy, the gore, just kind of the, the, you know, quirkiness of this movie. But I would love to see Adam Green, who did hatchet, redo this movie with an actual budget and see what they came up with. Cause I think it would be really awesome. But I, I don't know if you did. Did you get hatchet vibes during this? Not really, to be honest. Really? Not at all. It's like, no, Josh, dumbass. <laughs> you fucking idiot. No. I don't know why. I just said the feel of Hatchet. Just, I don't know why. It's, that's why I kept thinking of. Seth, we're going to watch that soon. Hatchet based off the book Hatchet? No, that's a different <laughs> book. Different book, different <laughs> movie, different concept. All right, let's jump into HMC favorites. So we've got one, two, three, four, five questions, Seth. You got your answers already laid out, ready to go? Uh, most of them. Okay. What was your favorite scene from the movie? The sex scene, obviously. Because it was so ridiculous. It was just so ridiculous. You just couldn't get over it. No. You liked it so much you sent it to me. Because it was so, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, really? (laughs) All right, Brooke, what about you? Favorite scene from the movie? My favorite scene was the uh, second transformation. Um, I just thought it really showed, like, I've never really seen a transformation like that. If you threw in, like, the exploding penis into that scene, it would have been, like, oh man, insane. But yeah, like, you haven't. I've never seen really a transformation like that um, in a werewolf movie, like you said before, Josh. Yeah, I think my favorite scenes are going to be any one where Wolfcop is just whooping ass because I liked that it made me feel like I was watching Teen Wolf kick ass. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah. I agree with you, though. I've never seen a transformation like that. It was it was definitely different, unique. Um, favorite kill from the movie, Seth? Probably that bathroom scene in the beginning. Just because it was so... Well, they had the penis explosion. Okay, that's not course. a death, though. That's just a dick. But that was the scene. Oh. But just that kill, I think it was probably the... Because the other ones weren't that crazy. That's true. Like this one was. Okay. I mean, you had the face rip oh. off in the barn, but that wasn't... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Brooke? Okay. Uh, mine was actually the one that Seth just mentioned. Uh, whenever he sloshes the guy's face, and you see like the actual claw marks like in the guy's face, and he decapitates him. I thought it was a really cool kill. Uh, I'm going to piggyback that. Mine was when the, maybe not just because of the way the kill happened, but when he does rip the guy's face clean off, but it doesn't kill the guy. Because I always wonder, you ever notice in movies when they do that, they cut somebody's face off, the person just dies. I'm like, Mm -hmm. that wouldn't kill you. It would just suck really bad. Yeah. I think you'd bleed out pretty quick. Do you think? I would think. I don't know. I think so too. I don't know. Yeah, he goes up to Willie in the car. That's what <laughs> yeah. I love about it, because like Willie looks over and the guy's just like right there, and it's fucking hilarious. So that's probably my favorite. Uh, Seth, the thing you liked most about the movie? Just how ridiculous it was. Like it was clearly trying to be over the top, mm-hmm. which made it funny. 
because it, it just you know wasn't like brooke said wasn't taking itself seriously brooke uh, my favorite thing about it was the special effects um like this movie was made only seven years ago but it still had the practical effects and like you just got to give props to movies like like this these days a lot of movies they won't go with the practical effects let's go with the cgi and stuff so i think that's uh, what i like most about it that's fair i agree with you too i also feel like whenever you do a movie with practical effects it holds up a lot longer than whenever you use the cgi we talk about it quite a bit especially whenever you get a movie with bad cgi it's like yeah. Oh, why'd they do that? I think, uh, what was, uh, it was, um, Sleepy Hollow with the witch's face. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Come on. Uh, thing I like most about the movie, I actually, again, the first time I watched it, and I've said this before, the first time I watch movies, I don't think I like any movie the first time I watch it, but also doing this, I just take so many notes and lay out scenes and, uh, come up with discussion topics, etc. So like, I don't really enjoy watching a movie, honestly, when I do it for this, <laughs> that sounds terrible, <laughs> but I was, so I went back and watched it again and I actually enjoyed it a lot. I think, uh, again, I think the acting in some spots was spotty, but the, that's not what we're talking about. The thing I like the most, again, it's, it's probably the way the wolf looked and just the wolf's demeanor after he became the wolf. Cause I thought it was hilarious that when he first becomes the wolf, the first thing he says is drink. Yeah. <laughs> so like you see Lou inside of the wolf. But then like the second thing, which I know I'm only supposed to do one here, but the other thing I like is the second time I watched it, all of the foreshadowing happened. Because if you have already if you already know what's gonna happen and you watch this again, it basically tells you what's happening, who the people are. Yeah. You can pick up on all that. So I think that was a really great job they did of not giving all that away at first, but then laying subtle hints that you don't see until the second watch. So that's that's for me. Uh Seth, the thing you did not like about the movie probably the acting it was not great in a lot of the scenes i mean yeah. willie was probably the best one in this jesse wasn't bad either but i just the acting was not good not great uh -uh. okay brooke yeah uh I, this was kind of tough like i i agree with seth but just something about like the ending like the the whole like the shapeshifter like turned like we talked about like the movie kind of took a turn like it was like more actiony like i don't know i i disliked the ending but then i also like liked it because like the whole shape shift thing is something totally different in any other like wolf movie so i kind of like appreciate it for that so i'd probably go with like the acting and kind of like the ending was kind of was weird to me i didn't really grasp it yeah i'm with you i think what they were doing is they were trying to set up another one because now it's like, okay, is it werewolves versus shapeshifters? But I, I totally agree with... Then Honestly, the ending to me felt rushed. It was like, yeah. okay, we got to this point. But again, the movie was only an hour and 17 minutes, yeah. an hour and 15 minutes or something. But it wasn't so, like a really sudden change. Yeah. Because it was right after that sex scene and then bam. We're yeah, like into the, yeah, for sure. For sure. It's almost like they ran out of money or yeah. they had to get to the end of the movie, yeah. which I think sucks. But uh, the thing I dislike the most would be that CGI. I just, and again, maybe it's because it was part of that ending and they had to rush it. But I feel like it just didn't fit with the rest of the effects in the movie because they did such a great job throughout most of the movie. Um, yeah. But again, they probably blew most of their budget on those two shapeshift or um, transformation scenes with the werewolves. I can't imagine that those are cheap to do. Seth, will you watch it again? Yeah, I definitely would. I think it'd be fun to watch in a group. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be really fun to watch with Jessica. Mm -hmm. Just to see. How she reacts. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think mm-hmm. she'd get really horny during the um, sex scene. Yeah, she'd be like, ah. Start ripping her clothes off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke, obviously, would you would you watch this again? I think I know the answer. Yes, I would definitely watch this one again. Yeah. Uh, I think I would definitely watch it again. And actually, Seth, I think you had a great idea about the watch party for the second one. I think we should. That'd be fun. Mm. Maybe that'll be our first watch party we do on Discord. That is a great idea. On the cord. Man, you got some good ideas, Seth. All right, let's jump into our stabbies. Ratings. We rate every movie on a zero to five stabbies scale. We'll average them out at the end and tell you what our average stabbies rating is. Currently leading the way. Let me look at the right sheet. That would help. We got Scream with a 4.8, The Ring with a 4.7, Texas Chainsaw with a 4.7, The Conjuring with a 4.7, and Rob Zombie's Halloween with a 4.7. Seth leading it up the rear is Ginger Dead Man and Killer Condom. Yours and Jess's pick, I might add, not mine. On the Kruby side, again, those were all HMC movies, movies we've picked. Kruby side are where the Krubies pick. That's like, folks, you know, on Instagram, shoot us a request. You want to put it on the wheel? Maybe we'll put it on the wheel. Maybe we won't. We'll find out. Uh, the Birds leading the way with a 4.3. Terrifier, that was Elm Street's pick from last time, a 4.17. And at the bottom of the barrel is The Platform with a 0.93, followed by Hellraiser with a 1. I hope this movie does not end up down there for you, Brooke. I hope so, too. Whew. I got to pre-record that shit, dude. Look at me. I'm like all flustered. I'm <laughs> sweating. I'm hurting. Yeah. Seth, what do you give this movie? In the Kruby Stabby's chart, uh, I'm going to give this a 3. Ooh, a lot higher than I thought you were going to go. Yeah. I'm not going to mm. lie. I liked it more after we talked about it. Like, okay. I, right after I watched it, I was like, this was so fucking dumb. But, like, <laughs> the, the more like we talked about it, and I started reading through my notes, I'm like, okay, you know, for what it was trying to be, it was actually pretty funny. I wish I could get what the budget was. I bet it was not a lot. No, it couldn't have been. No, I don't think so. You should watch it again because the second time I watched it, I liked it a lot more. Because the first time I was like, oh, I'm going to kill Brooke. And then <laughs> I watched it again. Because it was like I was at the point where I was like, I don't know if I love this movie or hate it. Yeah, it was it was hard. Okay. Uh, well, this is odd because Jess isn't here. Usually she'll go next. Brooke, why don't you go next? Sure. Uh, this was actually a really hard rating for me because like, I didn't want to rate it based on like how much I like it, like, personally. So I went with a 3.9. Ooh. Damn, girl. That's up there, dude. Yeah. 3.9. Yeah. Why'd you give it a 3.9? Talk me through this. Uh, I just, like, love the, the practical effects and just, like, it, it doesn't take itself seriously. It's, it's hilarious. Um, but then, like, some of the other things that we've talked about, like, the... Like the ending um, just didn't really make sense to me. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm kind of blabbering at this point, but uh, he jerks yeah. off to the movie. He jerks off to the sex scenes. Fine. Yeah. You can be yeah. honest with us. We're, we're an honest bunch of people here at the HMC. It's a long enough scene. You probably could. <laughs> do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I just felt really long. Cause I, it could, was, yeah. I could do it twice during that long ass scene. <laughs> All right. I really enjoyed the movie. The second time I watched it again, I, I'm kind of biased the first time because it's just such a fucking exercise to do what I have to do. But uh, the second time I watched it, I really it did actually enjoy it, and I caught on to a lot of the the stuff that it was um, foreshadowing for later in the movie. So, um, what am I gonna give this movie? Gosh, I've been kicking this around all day. I'm like, do I like it more than this? Not more than that. <sighs> I'm going to give it a 3.7 Stabby's rating. Wow. I really liked it. 
Um, nice. Again, the second time I watched, I liked it a lot more. So that is what I'm going to do. Three point seven stabbies rating. All right, let's jump over to some of those other folks that like to rate movies. Jess isn't here, but she agrees. I don't care what Seth thinks. The HMC is where you should go to get your movie ratings. Find out what we thought before you watch a movie. Maybe even after you watch a movie. I don't know. Go see how it compares. The Rotten Tomatoes critics consensus. Wolf Cop isn't going to win any awards for originality or good taste, but for a Friday night flick, this ticks all the right boxes. Ooh. That was nice. I don't disagree with that. The Rotten Tomatoes critics consensus is 65%. That's on 20 counts. Again, that is not their average rating. The Rotten Tomatoes audience's average rating is a 46% on 500,000 ratings. IMDb gives it a 5.5 out of 10 or 55% on 6.5,000 ratings. That's a lot of ratings. Uh, We here at the Horror Movie Crew, well, two of us, because Jess isn't here, we gave it a 3.35 Average Stabby's rating out of five, which is a percentage of 67%. So we actually liked it more than these other folks, Seth. Well, we are the correct source for movie. Well, you know what? We're open-minded, good-hearted folks. True. That's us. True. And not offended easily. That is a lot of uh, audience ratings. I thought so too. Five hundred thousand. It or um, that is not five hundred thousand. That's five hundred. I was gonna say. Wait a minute here. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. Yeah, I, was gonna, <laughs> I was like, are you using a plus sign as thousand now? Or? I was like, fuck. That's a lot of people that watch this movie. Holy shit. Yeah, the six point five k for IMDb should be correct. I don't know. You guys have to go fact check me. That's a great thing about having your own podcast. You don't have to fact check yourself. You just say whatever you want. Like 500 million people of Rotten Tomatoes. 500 million people agree. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Well, hey, anything else you wanted, boys want to discuss about Wolf Cop before we jump into the wrap-up section? I don't yeah, have I, anything. I had a quick uh, rapid question for you guys. Go for it. All right. So we got Wolf Cop. What other jobs would monsters have? You know, like Dracula, hmm. Frankenstein, I feel like Frankenstein would be a good um, personal trainer. I can see that. "Mm, Lift. Whoa. Was it too loud? I feel like Dracula would be like a nurse. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, taking blood. That's a good one. Yeah. Let me test your blood. Mm. Or you work at a blood bank. All right, we got Wolf, Dracula, Frankenstein. What else is there? A zombie. What would a zombie? What would be a good job for a zombie? Brain surgeon. Fuck, dude, you are on fire. <laughs> wow. Mummy. Hmm. That one has stumped me. Mummy. Mortician? Maybe. Maybe a good one. I was mortician? thinking something more to do with like outhouses. Yeah, something mm. with paper. Yeah, what if somebody grabbed their stuff and wiped their butt with it? Right? You don't want that going on, right? No. That wouldn't be good for anybody mm. involved. Mm-mm. What else we got? Is that it? Mummy? Vampire? Werewolf? Frankenstein. What about uh, Invisible Man? He would be a good like um, military specialist. Yeah, he's gonna work. He's gonna work for the military. Yeah, he's gonna be in some kind of That's secret secret yeah. thing. Yeah, be a real badass. Did we cover them all? I think I that's think so. I think that's all of them. That was a good question, good dude. Yeah, that would good be job, a, Seth. Thank you. Yeah, good job. I didn't do. I didn't contribute anything to that. Just so you know. Um. All right, Seth. You want to update any of your ratings? 
No. All right. Guest spots. <laughs> we were just on uh, the We Love Horror podcast. That hopefully by the time this episode comes out, that should already be out. So go check that it's out. It's out right now. Oh, is it? It's out now. So go check it out. Yeah. Um, we've got Two Chicks and a Horror Flick. We're going to be on their show later this month. So look for that. And I think that'll wrap up. We've been doing a ton of guest spots. So that should wrap that up. Um, I'm going to do a shameless plug for my other podcast, Another Horror Pod. It came out March 1st. We did the Saw franchise, and then on the 15th, episode 2 will come out. We'll be talking about the Grudge franchise, so check that out, Another Horror Pod. Um, Brooke, do you want to plug your podcast one more time before we get out of here? Plug it. Sure. So you can catch uh, Mark and I's podcast, a podcast on Elm Street, on all major platforms. Check out our Instagram, a podcast on Elm Street, and go to our link tree where you can see our merch, Patreon, all that good shiznit. You did a great job, dude. Who shiznit. I love it when somebody says shiznit. Anytime mm-hmm. you can incorporate shiznit into your everyday vocabulary, I'm for it. Shiznit. Yeah. Not anymore. I've actually changed my mind on that. Or gitch. And t- what? <laughs> Take your gitch off. Take, Take your, your gitch <laughs> off. All right, well, that wraps up Kruby's request number 12, Wolf Cop from 2014. Ended up with a 3.35 average stabbies rating. I did ask Jess if she watched it to send me her rating. She hasn't done so yet. If she does, I'll update it with that. Um, but our next episode is going to be HMC number 38. This is Jess's pick, and we are going to be discussing the movie Dreamcatcher. Yes, but aliens. But aliens. As we continue our March Monster Madness Month. We did it. Yep. We made it through. We limped. We limped through without Jess and Mark here. I think we did a great job. I think we did fine. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Fuck those guys, dude. Yeah, screw them. We're going to start calling it the the three of us. We'll be um, a horror movie crew on Elm Street. Ooh, I like that. Or a nightmare at the horror movie crew. Hmm. Or Wolf Cox. Ooh, I like that. That's strong. Wolf Cox. Long. Hmm. Long and strong. Thick. That's all I got. You got anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. We're out of here. Bye. Bye, all. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast, and you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all. Suck it. You smell like warm semen. How would you know what that smells like? (laughs) You like shoot it all over your face and you're like, "Mm." yes. No. You might.